0: Welcome to the Soup is On podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Cook, Superintendent of Ben LaPine Schools. On the Soup is On podcast, we talk about all things public education, specifically as they relate to our Ben LaPine Schools and the greater community here in Central Oregon. We are recording this in late May. It's almost June now. That means it's officially graduation season. And it's honestly one of my favorite times of the year. The energy just picks up tremendously after spring break. I love the chance to celebrate and honor all of our students but specifically once we get to this spot in time their journey towards the end of their educational careers with us uh, is coming to a close and so it's very exciting for me to share the the podcast with two of our guests today who are getting ready to graduate here this season with us. So I'm thrilled to welcome my two guests, Ella Dansky and Aidan Kadosh, two graduating seniors from Realms High School. Welcome to you both. Thank Hello. you. So first off, congratulations. Um, how are you feeling right now? Aidan, how about you first? Feeling good, feeling great.
1: Senior projects are right around the corner. Had a little mishap there, but nothing I can't sort out.
0: <laughs> oh, it's still a work in progress for a little bit?
1: Well, my computer broke yesterday oh. with my project on it, so uh, I I think I figured out the solution
0: to that, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, we wish you the best of luck with that. How about you, Ella? How are you feeling right now? Just two weeks left to go before graduation.
2: Um, I'm also working on my senior project because the senior expo is right around the corner on uh, Thursday. And I'm doing a giant painting, so it's almost done. I'm very excited about it.
0: So tell us a little bit about your senior projects. What drove you towards, Ella, what drove you towards uh, a painting? What was your interest in that?
2: Um, I've always been really interested in art, and I am in an art class right now. So just everything we've been doing, all the projects we've been doing, kind of inspired me to do a very big, it's about eight feet tall. So it's a very big
0: painting. So can you tell our listeners what uh, what is the, the motivation behind your painting?
2: So the motivation is kind of ironic, actually. I have just been hearing a lot when it comes to my art, uh, what the meaning is behind my art. And I believe that the meaning behind any piece of art is that I made it. So there doesn't need to be any meaning behind it. And anybody's going to get whatever they want from it anyway, because, you know, it's subjective. So that's kind of the meaning behind my art, is that there isn't any.
0: Aiden, Thank how you. about you? You said it's if you can solve your computer issue, your project's on there. Tell us a little bit about your project. So
1: my project is a video game that I created. It's it's nothing too like wild or wacky. It's just a little 2D platformer. You can walk forward and backwards. You can jump, you can uh, dash, you know, all the basics. But basically I built this thing pretty much from the ground up. I mean, I had a little bit of support from some game engines, but most of the like actual work on the game design and, and also the art is my own work. It's been a bit of a wild project, especially because of the art. Because that is something that I was completely new to. Like, I'm doing this whole pixel art thing. I had not done that before. I just sort of went into it. Got a little advice from some of my friends who are uh, more artist types. And it worked out, actually, in the end. It's it's pretty great.
0: So, our, this question for both of you. Is it was your senior project inspired by something you hope to do professionally or something that is a hobby, or was it just topical that just hit because of a class you were in this time?
1: For my project, it's definitely more of a hobby. I don't, intend to professionally go into game design, but computer programming as a whole is something I intend to pursue, but more on the software development or artificial intelligence side of things.
2: I, mine's more of a hobby. I've always liked painting and always liked art a lot. So, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm going to a community college, so whatever happens, happens, and I might go into art, but if I don't, I won't be upset.
0: Alright, I'm wondering if you guys would be able to give us a little tour, if we could walk around and you could talk a little bit about the school.
2: Definitely. Yeah, you bet. I guess that's the learning lab that we were just in. I don't usually go in there.
0: Me neither, They got it all
2: decorated, though, with all the (laughs) art and plants, which is cute. I like that. So what does
0: learning lab even mean?
2: I think you go in there, it's like a study lab thing. Like, if you have extra stuff to do, you go in there, and it's a quiet space.
1: Yeah, there's a whole lot of tools that'll just help out with uh, study as a whole. (laughs) This over here is... I, I think it's a pretty big common space. I I haven't been on uh, this side of the school as much because for the longest time, Realms was everything over on the other side of this wall here from what I know. This is like a big common space. It's sometimes used for meetings on a smaller scale than the entire school. we got the library over here. The kitchen is over there.
0: So is this the library? Is this right here, this space, the library? Oh yeah, it's,
2: yes. a,
1: it's a nice little place.
2: We also show all of our art. We also put all of the, like, like we made all of those ceramics, and we painted all those paintings up there. Yeah. And then on the Great Wall, well that's what we used to call it at Skyline, <laughs> is like, I used to go to Skyline, so I was over here.
1: We called it that too. <laughs>
2: yeah, so um, we used to just put all of our, like, a lot of our art up on this wall, and then you'd see it. And then we did some murals over here, but that, those, they're not there anymore. And then this is where we, like, some people like to eat over here because the um, garage doors open up and it's very nice in the summer. Yeah. Um, And then that's the front of the, like, office area over there.
0: So all of these garage bays, we can open, what is there, five doors, six doors? Mm -hmm.
2: We usually open the ones with, like, little green things on them.
0: Yeah.
2: um, So people don't fall out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't want that. There's a pretty big dip out there. Yeah
2: but it's really nice because the sun comes in and the breeze comes in and you can hear the birds, so it's nice, I love that part.
1: Yeah, great light,
0: great temperature.
2: And then that's Jen's office right there.
0: And Jen is? The
2: infamous Jen.
0: Jen is our grad coach? Yes, she
2: is. Uh, We go in there for meetings with her, just like um, getting things done for our accounts uh, for college. And then around this corner, if we keep going, you'll start to see the art that we do in art class. And then that right there is the art class. And it's super pretty because they have, we have a garage door in there too, so we can open the garage door up when it's nice and we can do art with the door open and it's, there's really nice um, natural lighting in there.
1: Yeah, and I, I think this is actually
0: the biggest classroom in the school.
2: I love it, it's my favorite classroom.
0: Yeah. So is your art in here?
2: Yeah, it's right over there.
0: The one in the middle table?
2: Yeah, that's fine. Working on that. There's a lot of art hanging up on the walls outside. Too. Yeah. That's where most of it goes. I mean, there's art all over the school. That's true. I don't know who did these art pieces, but those are new. Yeah. And then I don't have any of these classes down this hallway until the very end, which is Michelle. And I had uh, my Lit com class and then my Writing 121 class.
1: Right in here is the science classroom. I had environmental science in there. It's also another pretty big classroom. Got lots of plants and also a bunch of tools just for doing science. We can test like all sorts of uh, soil measurements, uh, also like light stuff. It's,
0: there's a lot in there. <laughs> Every time I come into the school there are pe- there are students in this space mm-hmm. every time what is this space
2: Well when I was in Michelle's class it was kind of like an extension of the class you know if you wanted to work on something by yourself you go out and sit on the couches or if you had like a group of kids that like you had a project with you would come out and like have a little quiet space out here
1: Yeah um, It's like a uh, it's a bit of a common space but specifically for studying Uh, and so you'll always find people working here because the couches are more comfortable than chairs. (laughs) (laughs) And, And uh, one of the things that's also nice about this hallway is, like, the class spills outside of the classroom and you can see, like, the works from a particular class, like, right outside and, uh, and into the hallway. And I think that's pretty neat.
2: And then there's the stairs over there that go up and then there's the upstairs classrooms. There's two classrooms up there. And then if we keep going there's a whole bunch of classrooms back there and then there's also the um, the outback which is like a big area where we have all of our um, meetings and things kind of like an auditorium but not really because it's a warehouse
1: yeah (laughs) also we got our wall of current seniors right here
2: senior wall i think the vibe is customizable i think it is a warehouse so we can paint whatever we want on the walls we can put whatever we want in the bill in like the rooms you know like uh they put up a whole new wall over there which was super cool and crazy to watch also i have been to some other schools and it's very like tight it's very like the hallways are very tight and like it's very closed in and i like this vibe a lot more because it's a there's big spaces so
1: i mean one way i'd describe the vibe is sort of modular, because each of the classrooms has its own vibe, its own little area, and then when you come into the common spaces, there's, like, a variety of art and, like, different quotes on the walls, (laughs) and so there's a lot of variety, but it's all sort of, it's sort of self-contained as well, so it's not like, it doesn't, nothing spills out into the entire school except, like, the warehouse vibe, because that's where we are, but, uh... (laughs) But, yeah, all of, like, the individual little vibes have their own little area. And so you can go there. You can – if you enjoy the vibe, it's great.
0: And this is a massive building. When when we talk about the total amount of space, there's ways to spread out and to be wherever you need to be Mm -hmm. all over this building. It's huge.
1: Yeah, it feels like – like the building has stayed the same size every year, but it feels like we—it feels like a new frontier. We've expanded out into these different areas of the school every uh, every single year, and so every time, like every time I come back to the campus after the summer, it feels like the building has gotten bigger. Yeah. Even though the building is the same, we've just sort of changed, the, converted more spaces into classrooms and yeah. uh, spaces for students to be in. I just remembered that uh, if, if we can take the tour outside, we actually have a neat little uh, area with a bunch of plants oh,
0: and Oh yeah, planting boxes. And stuff. Yeah. This out, out behind the fence uh-huh. is gonna be a nice
2: big green It is space. like open wow. too. Like I never really realized that there's like nothing there. I think it's a funny place for his school. Yeah. Like in this like really like developmental area, like with all the like other it's warehouses. Industrial. I know, and then it's yeah. like, oh, let's put a field in the back. Like, oh, well now it's a school.
1: And back in, Back a few years ago, actually, I helped to work on these garden boxes that we've got outside. Those are really nice. They're probably either in bloom or pretty close to it at this point in time.
2: This is where I PE PE class. I'm talking. I was talking <laughs> about. It's like a it's like a outdoor e like survival PE too, which is kind of funny. Like we learned about like uh, first aid and and. Um, like what to do in a crisis like if you're in the wilderness and all that stuff so it's kind of interesting it's a now cool that's PE class. my kind
0: of PE right it's there. it's
2: a cool PE class I like it a lot and I love my teacher Miss Hamilton she's right there <laughs> that's her class and then we play a lot of badminton and stuff we also take walks which is nice um, where we are because we can like just like walk down the street there's a park over there
0: a lot of positive energy and a lot of people excited to be ready for the end of school it seems
2: yes I'd be going to PE right now. (laughs) Me too.
1: (laughs) I'd be uh, going.
2: Oh, yeah, and then we have gender-neutral bathrooms, which are really nice. I love those. I was really excited when they they put those in. Those feel very loving and, I don't know, it's a good vibe.
0: (laughs) So we're recording this here at Realms High School right now. Um, Realms is one of our smaller high schools. It's a choice high school. What made you want to f- come to Realms? Uh, it is a fantastic school, but it is unique. It is quite different than our comprehensive, large high schools. What drew you here? Ella, how about
2: you? I went, so in the very beginning, I went to Bend High for a week. And I was, I, before that I went to a K-8 in uh, Sun River. So I was very like small and like everybody knew everyone and I knew all the teachers. So then I went to Bend High. I was kind of thrown in. Nobody really... Oh, it was too big for me. It was a, there was a lot going on. So then I went to Skyline, which was a much smaller school. And then Skyline ended. So um, I came here because it's, you know, the same kind of design. Like, very small. Like, everybody knows everyone. Uh, you have, like, a great relationship with all the teachers. And it's also really creative, which I really liked. It's whatever you want it to be for you. So I like that part. Well, thank
0: you. How about you, Aiden?
1: For me, it was... It basically just felt like uh, the natural progression of my education as a whole. Like, I've always gone to smaller schools, and that's just sort of the learning style that works for me. Like, elementary school, I went to a magnet school called Amity Creek. Middle school, went to Realms. And high school, I'm also at Realms.
0: So there's a lot of work going on in this school right now. It's growing and changing and it's a little bigger than it used to be, but this is, like, we would treat this, we see this as one of our newer schools. What's it like to be a part of a school that's still developing its, its culture and uh, kind of its its feel? Um, when you guys come into this school, do you feel that, that newness? Do you feel like you can put an imprint on this school? Tell us a little bit about how you think that way.
2: I think Skyline was kind of the same thing, so it feels, like, comforting because, you know that it'll always be the way that you made it when you come back. And you'll be able to come back and, like, meet all the kids that, like, progress from, like, where the school is when you were there. So I like that part.
1: For me, I like it because it it almost feels like the school culture almost feels, like, malleable because basically any student who – gets a group together, has a cool idea, can bring it to someone. And because we don't really have a whole lot of like set in stone traditions or school culture type stuff, one student or a small group of students can just make something happen school-wide. And I think that's very cool.
0: And I'm assuming you you know all the teachers here pretty well and, and most of the students pretty well just because it's such a tight community.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I know I know mainly all of the teachers and students from uh, from last year before we uh, before we merged with Skyline because I I'm a senior, don't have a lot of classes this year, so I I haven't actually had the chance to uh, to have a lot of interactions with with sort of the the new students and uh, teachers who just came in this year.
0: How about this, Ella? How about what is your favorite memory from your time either at Skyline or at Realms?
2: I went to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland for our like intensive thing that we had at Skyline and that was probably one of the most amazing opportunities that I got because we had we got to stay in the college dorms there and it was amazing like I I don't know I've always been kind of into theater but like not really but that kind of sparked a like I want to go see plays like this is an amazing production I want to be like I want to help make this happen you know and then just the people that we went with it was we got to like go and uh, stay in the dorms. And, and eat in the food hall and, like, all that stuff. It was a really cool opportunity just to, like, experience college life as a high schooler. So that was super cool.
1: Mayden, how about you? Yeah, I'd have to say one of my favorite memories is all the way back in, I think it was in freshman year, we, we do these things called intensives here where it's basically a deep dive into a particular subject over the course of, like, a week. And so I was a part of the aviation intensive, Uh, And so we just spent the whole time just looking at aspects of why airplanes work how they work, and then that actually culminated with us going down to the Bend Airport and being able to go up in some in some planes and try out like flight simulators and all that. That was super fun.
0: So thanks for sharing that, both of you. Any chance you want to give a quick shout out to your favorite teacher or teachers here at Realms? Or actually, even you could go back into elementary or middle school if you'd like, um, get, give you a chance to give some kudos and recognition to people that have helped uh, form you and, and set you on your path.
2: One of my favorite teachers has—I have multiple. I can't just pick one—is um, Mr. Wu. I—he was one of the teachers that made the Ashland trip happen, and he was my lit and comp teacher for many years at Skyline, and he still is teaching lit and comp here. I don't get him anymore because I'm a senior. But he's definitely one of my favorite teachers. And then Jen, I have to thank Jen because she is our college counselor type of thing. And I would not be going to college if it weren't for Jen. I kind of had no idea what was going on in my junior year and I don't know. I just wasn't ready for it. And she has single-handedly like helped all of like me and all of my friends to like push us into whatever direction we are gonna go in after high school, which I have her to thank. And then running, Mr. Running, he is such a good teacher. He taught government and I had a fantastic time and I don't think that I would have liked government with any other teacher.
1: I mean two teachers I would love to give a shout out to are uh, first of all Aaron Seelig. He is so great. I've only uh, been able to have two classes with him but both of them made a huge impact and even outside of class I actually play chess with him <laughs> uh, online so it, that's really great super fun. And then Zach Haru, he's not a teacher anymore, but he was a uh, fantastic math teacher, super easy to talk to, uh, great, just great teaching style in general.
0: One of the things we remember, or at least I remember, are the the teachers that had positive impacts on me. And I remember that, and I'm much, much older. Uh, And I still remember those teachers to this day. So being able to have those folks have an imprint on you and have an impact in your life, and just the opportunity to give them a little bit of the credit for that impact is such a powerful and and meaningful opportunity and moment for, for all.
2: Definitely. I think it also changes the way that you feel about learning, too. I feel like it really depends on, like, the teachers you have, because if you don't have, like, the teachers that can help you the way that you need, I think you're going to have, like, a bad taste in your mouth for the rest of your life about learning. Um, And I think that good teachers really push you to, like, continue your education and, you know,
0: like school. Yeah, and Ella, you mentioned... It, that it was the government class, and I'm not expecting that you were super excited to go into your government class, no. but yet it was still a fond memory and and that's because of the teacher.
2: Right? yeah, no definitely. and I it it made me actually pay attention in class and like actually want to learn about it. and I definitely have that like that's all mr. running
0: so so let's kind of take a little different tack on this. Um, so your high school experience would have to be very unique um, compared to most folks' high school experience. I mean, you've come into a freshman year full of hope and, and great expectations, and then the middle two years of your high school, we're dealing with this global pandemic. Tell our listeners what has been the most challenging. Aiden, how about you first? What has been the most challenging about, you know, in my mind, it's like this bookended high school experience where you've kind of been in school, then out of school, then sort of back in school than fully back in school as we're starting to close out your high school career.
1: I would say biggest challenge for me school-wise over the past couple of years would have to have been like switching to online school in that in that first year of the pandemic. It was just it was something that had to happen like sort of spur of the moment and it it was really it was really rough to like figure out the the system, like, figure out how to do all of my work, get it in. Like, it was crazy. Switch to an entirely new platform eventually. That has to be the most difficult for me.
0: Ella, how about you?
2: Uh, Mine's the same thing. Just the WebEx and all of the internet things. I struggled to find the motivation to do it, just because it was kind of like, it felt like an option. Because I was at my house, I was in my bed, you know, I was it was like the world shut down, so I was like, I don't want to do this. It was hard to keep my grades up because it no one was really like making me feel like I wanted to do it. I didn't get to see my friends. I didn't get to have like social interaction. So yeah, that was probably the hardest part for me.
0: So fast forward 20 years from now, and you're you're trying to explain to somebody whether whether maybe it's your own children or maybe it's a, a life partner or whoever. Like you're talking to them from somebody that didn't experience the pandemic. That's so weird. How how would you how would future you describe the way that it was? Or someone that didn't go through it and experience it, what it felt like to come out of the pandemic and to be graduating here two weeks, 20 years from now, you'll be reflecting back on this, drinking a cup of coffee or whatever, explaining to some people, what would that feel like to hear from you?
2: Um, I think I would probably start with, if I was to tell the story, I would start at the very beginning when I was sitting in history class and they we heard about this like sickness that was going on. And we were like, we were all making jokes, like, oh, haha, like that's na- never gonna make it here. Like, that's so weird. Like, it's so far away. And then I remember, like, a couple days fast forward, we had an extra week on spring break. And we were like, oh, it's just gonna be like extra long spring break. So excited. And then people were, and then I heard my friend tell a joke, like, oh, what if we never come back? Never did we never came back (laughs) and I didn't see them for so long and I didn't come back into school and then the whole school was different after that so but then it's weird now because I don't know it feels like we fast forwarded through all of that it felt really long while we were in it and now now that it's passed I it doesn't feel that big anymore because it's not happening. So I, it does feel like a fast forward from that point to now.
1: Even now, when we're not even like 100% out of it, like it's, it's still out there. Looking back at the beginning is crazy. Like I I, speci- I very vividly remember <laughs> being in the commons uh, with my friends and they told me about this coronavirus that was going on somewhere, and I I remember thinking, oh yeah, it sounds like it'll just sort of blow over. Yep. I mean, that shows you uh, how good my foresight was around that particular instance. (laughs) But uh, 20 years down the road, I I think I I will definitely embellish, if it's someone who didn't live through it. (laughs) Like... Yeah, the no one was in the streets. Like downtown was completely empty. Yeah. The there was no toilet paper on the shelves. There was all the food That's was not gone. <laughs> <laughs> like all the even Costco, the shelves were empty. All yeah. I'm gonna go all the way in there. <laughs>
0: All right. So you already mentioned Jen, I think the grad coach here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about what you think is next for you, whether that is COCC or whether it's something completely different or whether you're playing it by by ear and just seeing how it's going to happen. Um, what's next for you? Ella?
2: I am going to PCC. I am not taking any sort of gap year just because I want, I got Oregon Promise, and you can't do that with Oregon Promise. Um, So I'm moving in August, and I'm going to PCC. I don't know exactly what I'm studying yet, but that's why I'm going to a community college, because I love learning. I love the idea of continuing my education. I'm very excited about it. I just don't really know what direction I want to go in, so... Community college sounded great for me, and I'm definitely going to transfer to a university after that. And I love Oregon. I love it here. So I didn't really want to leave, but I do like Portland, and I like the big city a little bit more just because it's smaller out here. So, yeah, that's my next step, and I'm very excited about it.
1: How about you? I, on the other hand, am fleeing the state all the way across the country to (laughs) Vermont. (laughs) Uh I'm going to be going to Champlain College, which is located, like, right in the middle of Burlington. It's actually right next to uh, UVM, which is significantly bigger, but... uh, I decided to go to the smaller school because that seems to be a little bit of a theme with me, <laughs> and uh, I really liked the, the vibe there when I went to visit. It seems like a super great school. Uh, it's also got a great view of the lake, which is obviously pretty important when we're talking about education, because, <laughs> I mean, if you if you can't see the good sights, then uh, what's the point? So what will you be studying there, Ed? I will be studying either software engineering or artificial intelligence, I'm going in undeclared but uh i'm probably going to go down one of those two paths i really can't wait i love all of like the tech fields it's super interesting to me
0: cool Well, I would just tell you both. Uh, Your path is your own, and anything that that we can do to help you get there is part of why we're here and what we aspire to. And so I wish you both the best in that path that you choose, and and I hope you find your way. And Ella, best of luck uh, in Portland. (laughs) And Aiden, best of luck in Vermont, and I hope you enjoy the East Coast. Okay, this is the last question we've been asking all of our guests on the podcast. Um, just love to hear what's giving you hope right now. Aiden, we'll start with you.
1: You know what? I I wouldn't have had an answer to that like a couple of weeks ago, but right now, the thing that is giving me hope is the gym. I like I'm not a super. I wasn't a super athletic guy. Like I I honestly probably didn't work out a whole lot during the pandemic or even before that bit of a nerd like the brain stuff more than the body stuff but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to the gym recently and it has opened my eyes I, I just I love going it's a great way to sort of exert myself and get some of that energy out bit of frustration bit of all the all that negative stuff that just tends to build up after like the whole pandemic being like alone Uh, basically. It's so nice to just be able to work all that out. Ella, how about you?
2: Um, Mine's a bit different. (laughs) 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 I like just started getting into pottery and um, I've always been really creative, like I already said. But the idea that I just recently realized that whatever I am I love I can go into and just like knowing that like I have my whole future ahead of me to choose whatever I want to do and like I could be like I could go into pottery or I could do art and like I could I could go into like neuroscience or whatever you know what I want to do and just the idea that I have I just constantly feel like time is running out, especially being a senior is, like, backpedaling. Like, oh, no, like, we're going to college, but, like, I have – I can pick whatever I want to do for the rest of my life, like, right now. So that gives me hope that, like, I have the power to choose whatever I want to do right now. Mm, That's powerful. Mm. Thanks for sharing that.
0: The – the best to both of you and finding what your passions are and finding what your connections are, whether that's the gym or whether it's pottery or whether it's something completely different. (laughs) Finding that thing that piques your interest and gets you motivated and gets you excited to get up and be a contributing member to society. I wish that to both of you in, in in the best of ways. So thank good you. luck with you. that. You. Thank you. All right, folks, that's all for today. I want to thank my guests, Ella and Aiden, for just giving us a view into the life of a senior two weeks before graduation. Such an exciting and thrilling time for, for all of our seniors. And uh, just a quick shout out, hang in there. You're almost there. It's <laughs> going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. You're going to get across that path and onto bigger and better things to each of you. All right, folks, it's the new podcast in our Ben Lepine Schools. If you're pleased with the work we're doing on these podcasts, please remember to subscribe and share your review on your podcast provider or share them through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Additionally, if there are topics you'd like us to take on, please send us a note at podcast at ben.k12.or.us. Also, please let us know your thoughts. We are always grateful for the feedback. Thanks for listening to The Soup is On, and please remember to always support public education.